Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony Cece. Tony Cece. Hey, what is going on, guys? Welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast. Oh, man, do we have some exciting stuff to talk about today? Do we ever? Um, you know, first things I want to talk about, uh, we're going to go through the DR10. We're going to talk about uh, the fifth scale monster truck course that we're building in, in the backyard, uh, the Bari build, and uh, a couple other things. Bomber 2, haven't even opened that up yet. Super Cloudbuster, regulator chassis from J Concepts, uh, the Cross RC UT4. So those are the things we're going to be looking at today, just so you know if you want to keep listening or not. But um, we're going to kind of go around and just get talking. I want to start with the DR10 by Team Associated. That is their ready-to-run drag car. It's like a street eliminator style. And I really, really like this rig. Um, I haven't done any drag racing in real life or RC before. And uh, I've been looking at it. I, you know, I've been listening to the TSR Speed Shop uh, RC podcast uh, with Tim Smith Racing. So uh, I've been listening to that for over a year now. Really enjoy it. And, um, you know, so much crazy stuff going on in the drag scene. Uh, but really, my interest was peaked for it when uh, J Concepts um, had the new truck bodies in that available uh, or on display, I should say, at Horizon Fest last June. And I was talking with Jason Rona about it, and he was talking about um, the Nationals that he went to. I believe it was in Dallas or somewhere in Texas, um, and some of the race things that they'd been to and the scene that was there, and kind of how it was a little bit like the monster truck scene that I'm in. Um, with the RC monster trucks, a little bit smaller, but, you know, very engaged. And, um, you know, so it's growing. And I think the monster trucks are growing, too. And I think that J Concepts is on the pulse. I've said this in other, I don't know if other podcasts or other videos or live streams, but um, I really respect J Concepts and um, just kind of how they're in where the people are and they know what kind of things we're into and so as I watch what they're getting into and what they're building stuff for, I kind of keep my eye on it. So the drag racing was something that I've been looking into since last June. And in fact, last year, a couple months later, I bought a VXL Bandit and uh, started converting that to a drag slash. Now, here's the thing. It was still in the box, I think. No, no, it, we'd pulled it out of the box, but... It was just being converted into the uh, the drag car when Team Associated announced their DR10. And um, I was looking at the cost of that versus the cost of what I just dropped because I'd already ordered parts. You know, I had to get wheels uh, from J Concepts and I got a body and I got, um, I ended up getting a Proline body uh, only because uh, it was a one piece, basically, two piece with the fin um, uh, for the Nova. And so it was quick. And my goal is to have one painted. So that was kind of my just get it on there and get it done. Oh, Jeremy's calling me on the phone um, right now. Um, but uh, yeah, so the goal was, I'll have to call him back. Um, the goal was to just run that body to show you guys on YouTube, do like a kind of quick overview of the build. 
and then um, work on having somebody custom paint one for me and all that. So it could be really slick. And uh, so I still need to do that. There was somebody on eBay that had some that were that they were selling painted, and they haven't been up there recently. So I need to go back and check or just find somebody to, to, to do a cool paint job for me. Um, but anyway, the cost of that body, all that stuff, I had to get, you know, a body. I had to buy the low center of gravity chastity for the Bandit VXL. I was in almost 500 bucks, 450, somewhere in that range. Um, so it's quite a bit more expensive than the, uh, the DR10. You know, I got, let me go back to the slash. So let's talk about what I did put on it. I'm just kind of glazing over it, but let's talk about what we got. So we got the Bandit VXL kit. Um, I think that's like 280, something like that. Uh, and then I got the STRC wheelie bars, about 35, so about 310. Uh, body was 40, I think, so 350. Uh, wheels and tires is almost another 70, I think it is. Um, so then you're at 420. Uh, what else? So I had to get the, um, uh, the low center of gravity chassis. I think that's like 50 bucks for the full kit. I could be wrong on that price. Um, but I remember I was looking at one where it was just the black chassis, but that was like an upgrade to getting the whole kit, which is what you need. And I don't remember the pricing on all of that because I was looking at so many things, but it's somewhere between 30 and 50 bucks. And then I had to get the, um, the body post mounts for the slash and the Stampede because I'd bought the Bandit. And um, yeah, so the price, as you can see, adds up. And uh, so somewhere between 450, 500 bucks um, all in on that. And that's just for a very basic build, not changing out a whole lot of stuff. So um, the DR10 comes in like 320 bucks, ready to run. Um, with wheels, body, wheelie bar, all all of that stuff. They've done all the conversion for you uh, from there, basically. The same idea of their short course truck, the SC10, uh, or their two-wheel drive rat rod, or I guess it's all really based off of the B5 platform, um, the two-wheel drive. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a really nice truck. So back to the, the DR10. Team Associated has done a really cool job of getting us something right out of the box now here's a couple things comparison wise the slash is way faster without changing any gearing uh after the conversion but it was set up to be a basher whatever 2s 3s the dr10 is geared really slowly uh for 2s now the reason being is that the esc is also rated for 3s and so that's listed it's a 2s or 3s capable so even though most racing does 2s they know that a lot of people are going to be sticking in 3S. It's ready to run. Anybody goes into the store, sees it, says, man, I want to, I want that, and they buy it. They're sticking in a 3S, whatever, running it just back and forth nonstop, and they're going to burn it up. So um, so they, they made the decision, which is wise, is to gear it conservatively, and the race people are going to change a lot anyway. They're probably going to change the spur gear, pinion gear, all of that to get in the gearing that they want. Um, it does just run black grease in the diff and, um, watching the John Schultz Facebook live streams, he recommends 200 K, uh, diff fluid in it. It is a sealed diff. Um, so you can clean it out, put that in. Some people put in a million, um, uh, some people change based on, you know, temperatures, you know, what, what the grip of the track is or the surface. So stuff like that. But, um, anyway, 
uh, mine's going pretty good. Uh, you know, there's a couple things. I don't like the Traxxas remote. I don't like where the wheel is situated. It's just kind of a weird, I don't know. It's just really far away where most from where the trigger is. And it's just weird for me to use. But it actually is a very functional controller, and it actually works really good. So that's one nice upgrade that you do get with that setup. And uh, it works with the timing system that I have, the DTS uh, by Traxxas, their drag time system. So I can do like the printouts and all that. I haven't done it yet, but one of these days I'm going to get it out there and do it when I have a little more time. But the other thing about this is, you know, it's all about upgradability and... You know, they, they gave us a good platform to, as a base and more than anything, get people interested. Um, and I think that's what's huge and, and it's great for the hobby. So um, I don't know enough about it to get into the details and all of that. You need to go to somebody like the TSR <laughs> Speed Shop podcast, uh, RC Drag Talk, those guys that have been doing it. I'm just in here playing around. And so I can't give any advice on tune-ups, any of that. All I can say is that it got me into it. And I actually ran this one before I ran my Slash uh, because just I, I wanted to go for it. So the Slash, I was waiting for the perfect parking lot and all that, and I just hadn't been able to get out to it. And this one, I just I was going to do the same thing, but I just realized, you know, I just got to rip it. And so I figured out that in our cul-de-sac is actually the 132 feet that I need. So... Um, I can do it without very many curbs, although the ending is a bit sketch, <laughs> but it's doable. Um, but I do have a, a good parking lot that is about 20 minutes away. Um, I'm still looking for some closer ones, and uh, it's at a school. As long as the school buses aren't there, it's a big, wide-open, flat space. No uh, parking blocks, no light poles, any of that. It's a really wide-open space, which is really great. So... Um, that's enough on the drag talk. Uh, the thing that I do want to talk about though, is the fifth scale monster truck park, um, that I just built in the, the uh, backyard this weekend and it's insane. So we had, I ordered 20 yards of dirt and a skid steer to be delivered. Um, and I ordered it a while back and then, you know, it all was based on when they could get me the dirt, you know? And so they gave me the date that they could come deliver and I based everything off of that. So the delivery was going to be Friday. Um, and that was what happened. They delivered 10 yards of my 20 yards on Friday and said they'd be back. They never came back. You know, I was supposed to go do one other job then come back. Apparently he ran into some issues with the place he was at or the truck broke down or something. They gave me a couple different answers depending on who I talked to. When I'd call back a couple times, so I'm like, all right, it, you know, I got that first delivery and then I confirmed the skid steer for the next day, you know, am I going to need to cancel that or not? So, uh, yeah, so th that became a little bit of a problem. They said they were broken down and being Saturday morning skid steer. I just said, all right, let's roll with it. Skid steer comes in Saturday morning at 10 and the truck doesn't show up, uh, with the dirt. So, call them they say yeah it's just getting out of the shop in 20 minutes it'll be there three hours go by no dirt call them back at this point you know i've started moving the the 10 yards that are there get it to the backyard and uh buddy cheeks down at uh carolina rc park was having a test in tune and i really wanted to get my low c5 and 
um, the HPI Sprint Baja, which is a, converted to a sprint car um, out on the track. And so I hadn't ri driven them really that much because they're a little bit loud for the neighborhood. And so I just wanted to get there. So I took a break, went driving, called them. They said, oh, yeah, you know, the dirt, they're getting it ready. It should be over to your house soon. So I call home, tell them somebody needs to be there to sign for it. And I, I do my thing. It's about 40 minutes to Buddy's place for me. Drive there for about an hour, hour and a half. Um, get in some lap time. Hang out with some people. And uh, it's a good crowd there. Really, really great group of uh, guys, gals. Um, everybody there is just really cool. So uh, he had a good turnout for it, too. So that was good to see. So I'm leaving, and I, see, I get a text message that says, No dirt. Now we're talking it's 3 o'clock, and... <clears throat> excuse me, the end of the day is fast approaching. And uh, so at this point I call him, I'm, I'm hot, uh, but I'm still not letting it on it. You know, I just like, okay, I'm very calm and cool and just said, Hey, you know, I know you guys may have problems. I just need to know is the dirt coming or not? Like, don't tell me the trucks in the shop or that, you know, it's broken on the side of the road and you're, you're moving into another truck. Don't give me stuff like that. Just tell me, is it coming or not? Because if not, I need to order dirt from somewhere else because I got a, a skid steer here. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's coming. Well, in the meantime, I'd already started looking when I heard that it wasn't coming because I just figured, man, they're just giving me the runaround. So my wife and father-in-law found this other place that I, I knew had it, and I thought it was kind of company that, you know, it's just at a guy's house. He'd probably want the extra money and just, you know, throw in a load and bring it, which turned out to be the case. And he did it like same day within an hour. Uh, hour and a half, which, you know, the other one I had to get on a schedule and it was, you know, <laughs> a while after that, that it came. So week or week and a half. Anyway, um, so I get there and we're, you know, I keep working, get home and the truck from the first place does show up and it's a half truck. It's five um, yards. And he says he's going back for more that, you know, says the truck broke down, they had to move it, whatever. Um, I don't know if it did or not, or if they just knew that I was going to cancel my order. Cause I told them I was going to cancel. I wanted to cancel if, if it wasn't on a truck coming that day. Um, so anyway, I ended up getting that. And then while he's off getting the second load, the other 10 yards come in, I ended up getting 30 yards of dirt dropped off at my house and it was nuts. So anyway, uh, the skid steer I'd only rented for a day, but the guy didn't want to pick it up on a Sunday. So he said I could just it's through Home Depot. He said just, you know, he'd be there Monday to pick it up. But I didn't trust that because there's just so much. I don't know what it is, but the construction world is just so unpredictable. Anything that we've had done, any date that you choose, everything changes. And so, um, you know, you think something's going to happen, then it doesn't. Uh, they're going to come. They just don't show up. They never call. Uh, stuff like what's what was happening with the dirt. And I'm like, that guy's going to show up on Sunday and expect to be picking this up. So I washed it down. He didn't come, but I was not of the mindset that I was going to trust anything that was said. And I was going to have that thing cleaned up and ready. So I put in a long day on Saturday. And then Sunday, it was still there. So I did a lot more work with it and um, even graded the yard differently and stuff like that. So, um, But we now have... Is six jumps in the back. I'm only counting the um, the double in the back. There's going to be a backflip 
ramp as one jump. So I've got two uh, kickers by the um, the the kids' uh, slides, I guess, coming down from their fort. If you guys have seen my yard, you know it's backed right up to the kids' play fort. So if you slide down their slides, on each side of that, there's um, two pretty good kickers that can be hit either direction. Um, in the middle, between those, in the middle of the yard, is basically a pod that they do in, in Monster Jam that has angles that you can hit all around it from different ways. And so that's kind of a big fun box. Then off to the left of that is another one. Uh, and then I've got a big double like they've got at some of the bigger shows in Monster Jam. A really high back, and you can hit it either way. Coming off the back of it, though, is pretty sketch, uh, especially with the primal. Um, and then in the very back against the fence is where I'm going to do a, a backflip ramp. So I've got the dirt set there. I just need to build the box that goes between them. But um, for now, it's just a double. And uh, I don't know if the primal can actually do one anyway, but other cars can do backflips off it. So um, that'll be coming. So I'm really excited about it. I've been talking about it for two years, saying I was going to do some more work out there. My wife had gotten it for me as a Christmas present two years ago. Basically, she gave me a you know a ball jar that had dirt in it and a little toy truck, and said I think it was actually a tractor. She said I could rent, you know, have dirt delivered and rent a tractor. That was my present. But we'd had all this stuff going on with the backyard, and last time I built something, it got destroyed when they were doing the work. And I wasn't certain that they weren't going to be coming back to finish up and do more um, the last couple of years, that we were going to need them to come back and rework it. So at this point, even if they have to, I think it's big enough that they'll have to just avoid it. Um, and they won't actually just level it into the grading like they did my last loads of dirt, which was when they were done, they'd moved all the stuff. And then when they had to let bring in dirt they also used the dirt that i had there and that they graded that into the yard so um i didn't want that to happen again so it is now in and it's going to be raining for five days or something like that here all week it's going to rain which is good it's going to really set that dirt and um hopefully make it nice and hard but it may wash some stuff away it's going to tear down some of the facing all of that that i put into it but you know, it is what it is, and it's it's now there. I can get out there with a shovel and fine-tune it as I need to. So um, really excited about that. Hit it already with the Primal a couple times. Went nuts with it and uh, ended up breaking some things on the Primal, going Dennis Anderson style. Once you know one thing's gone, you just keep going and <laughs> burn it to the ground, basically. Uh, so we did that until we, uh, bent the, the rear shock shaft and it literally just stayed in a squatted position. And I saw that the, um, the sway bar was outside and, you know, hitting the wheel as it was turning and it just was going to do some unnecessary extra damage that I didn't want done to the body and all that. So, uh, we red lighted it out called it. <laughs> so I can't wait for that footage to hit. Um, I'm still working on editing it or I haven't even started. I need to start editing it probably tonight and, uh, hopefully get it out this week for you guys. Um, on top of that, I did want to mention, I saw that RC Sparks, uh, Aaron was tearing up his fifth scale track and he said he was going to be doing something for, uh, his primal. So I'm excited about that. I can't wait to see what he does cause he always goes next level. Um, and so, uh, 
I hope he doesn't think that I saw his picture and then went and ordered all this stuff as a way to uh, to beat him to it. That's not what happened. I'd already had the order in, and I was it was crazy when I saw the picture. And I'd actually talked to you guys on the um, I think on the podcast. If not, it was on one of my videos saying I was going to be building a fifth scale monster truck course back there. I already had the plan set in motion. Um, was just trying to get the date squared away and the weather because of the rentals and all that. So, um, yeah, so it just kind of happened at the same time. He's now getting ready to do his, um, but there was no, no ill will or no intention on my part to, uh, try and jump in front of him and do that. So, um, because like I said, it was already ordered when I saw his post. So very cool though. Um, on top of that, so here's the other driving factor for doing this is um, people are like, oh my gosh, why would you do this? This is craziness. Well, um, we've got a couple of big trucks. You know, we've got the Creighton 8S and we've got uh, the Sen Reaper, um, the American Force Edition. We've got the Low CDBX LE, the 5T, which I really probably won't run out there the way that the faces are on the jump are too steep. Uh, for the the approach angle won't work I don't think with the 5t for most of it um, and then uh, coming is a Bari Musauer build a fifth scale electric um, so that is kind of what's helped push this all of this has been happening in the backgrounds um, I, I've led on to you guys that that's coming that's happening um, the chassis is being cut Parts have been ordered, waiting on. He's tweaking some things and refining it, making it a little bit bigger and stronger in ways. Not bigger. That's not the right word. <laughs> he's 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 making a few modifications to it that'll allow me to give it a little bit more abuse. Um, I'll say it that way. I think that's the case. And I think it's something that he'll be doing. Uh, definitely he's doing it to his as well. Um, and I'm sure that people will be able to get whatever upgrade because it's not changing anything that's already built with the axles and all that. Um, I don't want to let on to what he's doing yet because that's his thing to let on. Um, but that's going to make it a little delayed as he's um, getting all of that worked out. And so that's exciting. Um, so I'm, I've got that coming. And so I wanted to have all this stuff set in place to really showcase that truck as well. And uh, yeah, so um I already had a few different trucks out there. It is a really fun playground, you guys. Super fun. It's my kind of driving. You know, everyone's like, oh, build an RC track. And I tried that, and I did a small one. It wasn't a very good one, I'll be honest. It was a little basher track, you know. Lots of people have them. Just a couple jumps and curves and the piping and all that. You know, I thought, especially when I was first getting into it, I didn't know that people were doing this or that this hobby was so big, and I thought I was, like, the only dude, right? Wrong. But, um... Yeah, so I started making videos about my track. And now I look, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what a joke my track was. Um, but now this, I've just decided that I ended up getting rid of all the piping. It's just along my fence. Um, just the the corrugated pipe is what I use as my barriers. But I want to be able to go all around, hit jumps from different sides, and just have fun. And so that's what I've created is basically like an RC playground. Um, the CCXRC Monster Truck Park. I don't know. You can give it a name. But, um, yeah, it's super exciting to have that now. And I just can't wait for this rain to stop because I want to get out there and run all week, but I can't. 
All right, moving on. Uh, tomorrow night on the RC Conspiracies, we're going to have Citizen RC. If you guys have not seen his Instagram page, it is the coolest thing ever. You need to go check it out. He does have a YouTube as well, um, but his he posts so frequently on Instagram. That's the place to follow. And it's like all videos, short videos of epic jumps and cool stuff. Just really well done. Thumbnails are, you know, drool over material like their picture, but their video, the angles that he uses, it's just amazing. So check that out. We're going to be talking with him tomorrow about his, you know, RC hobby and, um, you know, whatever other conspiracies may come up, you know, chat with him about those over that time. Um, I've got a bomber two sitting here from Axial that I need to get into and um, dig into and then take out to the trail. Can't wait to get that out. I've been waiting to get one of these for a while when the other ones went out of stock. And then they came out with what they call the 2.0. That some people call the 1.2. Um, but excited to get it out. Really like the new livery that they've got for it, the Savvy, which is what I went for. And so we'll have that hitting the, uh, the trails here soon. Uh, Super Cloudbuster as well, but that was um, the Black Edition because it's such a great deal. Um, but got that because I'm really anticipating the release of the J Concepts Regulator Chassis Kit. So I bought this so that I'd be able to start building axles and stuff and get ready for that. So hopefully I can do that ahead of the Regulator being released so that I can just build it and slap it together. So um, yeah, excited about that. You know, Cloudbusters are one of my favorite trucks. I've got a bunch of them now. And so I just, I love the different chassis that are available for them. And this one has me excited. So uh, Cross RC, the UT4, the pictures that they keep showing are awesome. Um, love the scale engine that they've got in there. The painted one that they show on their uh, Facebook page. Their guys have done an awesome job uh, with their stuff. And so they're showing off what some of their workers have done with them. And they look fabulous. So, like Harley says, uh, Josh over at Harley Designs, you know, it's really going to come down to the drivetrain with it. It's an interesting, interesting truck because it's a bigger size than normal, which maybe will take that class to a different level. Instead of being um, just 2.2 tires, it's actually going to be a bigger truck. So, um, that kind of carries over that rock racer, wraith style um, look. So, we'll see. Um I look forward to other people doing videos on it because it's a kit and I don't have time for many more kits. I've got my fair share of unfinished kits here. SMT-10 is sitting there looking at me. Cloudbuster. Downstairs is the SCX-10-3. Um, and I still have my unfinished Rock Bouncer, the metal one. So, yay. Just too much stuff to keep up with. So, um, anyway, guys, that is the quick update. That's not super quick. But uh, just want to let you guys know what we have going on and, uh, you know, lots of stuff. And finally, my podcast mixer is going to be back tomorrow. That's partly why these haven't been coming frequently is because it's a little bit different setup. Not as comfortable making the podcast this way. Um, and my other one was just dialed in to do it and I could do it quickly. And um, so, you know, while my battery's charged, that's why it had the name. So... Now that it's not that easy, I haven't done as many, and I apologize. As well as the whole COVID thing and everybody being at the house, and you know, I sit here and talk really loud where everybody can hear me, and it's just kind of weird. I don't, I don't like it. I'm kind of a shy person, and I like to even my videos. I like to do them alone, 
and not have people listening to me because I just feel awkward. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so more coming at you. This is about a 30-minute episode, guys. Hopefully it's um, helped you get through whatever drive or <laughs> work time that you listen to these podcasts in. Definitely let me know uh, what you guys think, what you want to hear, uh, what you want me to talk about, who you want me to interview. I've reached out to some people, and they're on board with doing this as soon as I get um, the other mixer in and I can do the recordings again with the phone calls. So we'll be trying to get that back moving along and um, go from there. So anyway, that's another uh, episode of While My Batteries Charge, guys. We'll catch you in the next one. <laughs>